Welcome to FranPath Consulting Podcast. I'm Sam Schweitzer. And I'm Brittany Bodie. And together we are FranPath Consulting. Hey, Britt. Hey, Sam. How are you today? I am doing well. How are you? I'm good. I'm doing really well. Ready for a big week. Um, we had a pretty fun weekend, though, so it's nice to be back in the office now, but we did some fun stuff this weekend. How's your week been so far? Relaxing, good, lots of client calls, which is always exciting. People really, I think, taking their New Year's resolutions seriously and getting in and absolutely jumping into the the things that they want to change in 2022, which is awesome. It is. It's really cool to talk to people about what their goals are and how they're looking to achieve some of their goals through business ownership and make some pretty big life changes. Totally agree. But can we rewind? Because I think a lot of times here we present our professional selves and we, you know, we talk a lot about business and clients and we have these amazing guests. But you and your husband have a hobby that we have never spoken about on this podcast <laughs> to the best of my memory. And knowing you, it is not something I would ever guess. So where were you this past weekend? <laughs> I think on a previous podcast, we talked about our love, our mutual love for Bravo TV and Real Housewives. And so if you know that about me and you've seen all, you know, photos of me, I'm a girly girl for sure. But something that most people don't know about me is I go to monster truck shows. So <laughs> when I met my husband, you know, we've been together for eight years now. One of our early dates was a monster truck show. Like first month we were dating was a monster truck show. And I'm like, who? who is this guy and what are we going to? Here we are eight years later and we've gone to over 20 monster truck shows across six states and it's a lot of fun. Um, my husband's been going to shows since he was three and here we are as adults still going to monster truck shows and and we make fun weekends out of it, right? We We go out to nice dinners and he takes me shopping and we explore the town and do fun activities too, but it's a lot of fun. So you guys are a traveling show for monster, like you just go all over the country and watch monster truck shows. We do. Years ago, my husband test drove for Monster Jam, like the head of, of Monster Truck shows, the NFL, if you will, of Monster Truck. And through test driving for them, he made some friends that got chosen as drivers. And so they've been really kind to us of giving us tickets over the years. But we travel all over the Southeast in the wintertime to go to Monster Jam. What's your favorite part? I mean, I have to ask, like, is it, what is it? What's the best part of this? So, you know, I would say just like any sport, right? Cheering your favorite people on. And there's such adrenaline behind it. We love anything with an engine. That's kind of our thing. We love boats. We love Jeeps. We love cars. Um, so just being part of the excitement of cheering your favorite person on. I love it. It is a sporting event. It is. It is. It's something that most people would never guess about me, but we have a lot of fun at it. Absolutely. That's, I just had, 
I had to expose that because it definitely <laughs> is something that I think is so unique to the two of you. And it's also such a big part of your life. You know, we obviously share calendars with one another in our partnership. And so seeing that blocked off and and how much fun you guys have. And you guys did invite Heider, my husband and I, to join you in Tampa um, in a few weeks to go to both of our first monster truck rally. And <laughs> that is something I am looking forward to, but mostly because I know my husband is definitely, this is the first time he's ever done anything like that. So I'm I'm pumped. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun for sure. And seeing it in the eyes of anybody that it's their first time, you've never been anything like this. So it will definitely be a lot of fun. Um, so on that uh, week, we'll have to share what your first experience was like. Yeah, we'll definitely um, update to this how everything went and and what we think. We're headed to a meditation retreat, which is kind of our thing, so a little bit different. <laughs> but we we have been practicing meditation together for the last three years, so we are taking it to the next level in Sedona <laughs> at a meditation retreat. Very similar to monster truck rallies <laughs> with the level of sound and commitment. <laughs> very similar. Very similar. Well, I hope that you come back with good stories on that next week. Yes, absolutely. So today, speaking of differences and growing and learning about each other, I have had just the immense pleasure of meeting this woman and just have have really enjoyed hearing her story, becoming the CEO and founder of Ready, Set, Pivot. I am absolutely excited to introduce our audience to Wendy Weissman. Hey, how are you? I am well, Wendy. How are you? Good. Good to spend time with you, Sam, and with you, Brittany. So it's great to be here. Thank you so much for joining us. We're really excited to have you on today. Same. Yes. Very, very happy to have you. So if you don't mind, this is a little bit different. Usually we have people that are in the franchise space or somehow have come in contact. You're not technically in the franchise space, although I will share quickly how we met, which is through a client of mine, um, Susan, who you actually inspired to pivot into something different. And she became a franchise owner through your guidance and an introduction um, to the world of business ownership. So I'm, I'm forever grateful for you because she's such a wonderful friend and client and person. So really happy to kind of see how these worlds marry. If you don't mind just explaining first, what is Ready, Set, Pivot? And then also, how the heck did you end up inspiring so many female wannabepreneurs? <laughs> Awesome. Thank you. Yes. Ready, Set, Pivot. Um, Ready, Set, Pivot is an organization designed to guide bold and unapologetic women. So, right, when we think about Susan, I don't know, she's her own persona of bold and unapologetic that I so appreciate. And we help to guide women like her to their next best thing through experiences designed to propel them forward faster. So what do I mean by faster? I'll be really brief and really succinct. I do not have enough hours in the day to get everything done that I want to do. And I was writing strategic plans for everyone on the planet for years. And I thought, 
where is my strategic plan? How do I get there faster? Where, where, and how can I do it? Um, and there wasn't one. So, you know, that's how Ready, Set, Pivot kind of came about. Very cool. I loved when Sam kind of told me a little bit about your background. I love to hear that you were helping specifically women. Uh, you know, that's obviously something that resonates with us being a female partnership in a primarily male dominated industry. So I would just love to hear more about, you know, what your role is in the business that you've built and kind of what your day to day looks like, inspiring women to um, make any pivots that they want to in their lives. Yeah, I think like any good founder and entrepreneur, business owner, your primary job is biz dev. When I think about my role, that's a very natural role for me to play is to seek out those women who need help solving that problem. And that problem is finding their next best thing. I absolutely love that. So what was your career path that led you to be able to feel so confident in a biz dev role? Because that's not something most people can just step into. I would say that was really true for me too, Sam. It was not something I just stepped into. I think the trajectory of my career really bought, brought me to this place of comfort in doing biz dev. Um, and to share a little bit of that background, my corporate path and my background is fairly traditional. I think it's traditional of many people of my generation. I went to college. I pursued something I loved. I did all the things we were supposed to do. Then I got promoted. Then I got promoted again. Um, and you just continue that ladder climb because it's the thing. It's the thing you know to do and the thing that is rewarded and applauded. Um, and I did all of those things. And then I got to a point where I was like, really? Okay, well, <laughs> I'm over this. I want to achieve again. But I, can't, I want to do it in a completely different way, but I don't really know what that is. I started to dip my toe into entrepreneurship. Um, and then I think I kind of just got hooked on that. And that just grew that biz dev um, piece of me. So in your role, you know, helping with business development, finding people, what has really inspired you as an entrepreneur to do this versus something else? There's a lot of opportunities out there to become an entrepreneur. What made you decide that this was the entrepreneurial route that you were going to take? Okay, here's what I love about that question, Brittany, is that I tried to do other entrepreneurial things first. And I tried to do them, and they were close to being the right thing, but they weren't quite the right thing. Um, they were close in that they were pieces of passion that I had about something, but maybe not strong enough to push me towards knowing that it was the thing. So when Ready, Set, Pivot came about, it not only served a passion, I was pissed off. I was pissed off that like there was no roadmap for me to get to this next best thing, particularly given the fact that I find myself or I think I'm a high achiever, I'm someone who wants a plan, but there wasn't anything for me in that arena. And I couldn't read any more self-help books and I couldn't watch any more TED Talks or listen to any women give me more advice because I... I, like many women in Ready, Set, Pivot, have little to no patience like you amazing ladies. And so it just drove me to solve the problem. And I think that was the difference. In this instance, I knew I was solving a fundamental problem. And that continues to push me forward even today as we think about 
what will Ready, Set, Pivot become? That problem-solving pushes me forward. That's a great segue into what will Ready, Set, Pivot become? What is the plan? What does this look like? Because an interesting thing about this that I want you to go into is you started and you started at a time where most people were absolutely losing their minds, March of 2020. I mean, to start a business in March of 2020, especially connecting business and then have the world blow up. I mean, talk about how that was and then where are you guys going from here and what's the plan? Yeah, March of 2020, March 11th for us, Tom Hanks declared he had COVID and the NBA shut down that night. Had it been one night later, we know that we wouldn't have been able to hold the event we were holding that evening. We had 42 women live and in person. And the majority of the women at the event that we were at was HR, marketing professionals, all 15 to 20 years um, into their career who came together to, I think, ask one another, if I'm going to start over, right? You see my air quotes in the magic podcast land. If I'm going to start over, what does that look like for me and why our friends in HR Will you not let me in to do what I want to do? I know I can do that VP job, but I got to tell you, I don't want to do it. I'm over it. And so that conversation became very powerful and became the springboard and became the start of something that even in that moment, I would say I didn't, I didn't realize the power of. So when you're hearing women and yourself say, I know I can do that VP role, but I don't want to, what is it? Passion, politics, what's the driving force behind, I'm tired of the ladder, let me make my own slide? I think for the DNA of a woman that is a RSPer, as we like to call them, it's just not actually challenging enough. Like the next rung in the ladder up, given all the experience they have and the they've been through, it's not, it's actually just not challenging enough. And so then the question becomes, is it something completely different? Is it a franchise? You know, we featured individuals like yourself and franchise brokers on our happy hours because those women are ready for that type of challenge. You know, what, what else? I mean, franchising, we could talk about franchising all day long, but what are some of the other options when they're just ready for a change? What else do you help them explore? There are a couple different things. I think some of some of the time we're helping them reframe their current chair. They're going to step away from whatever role they're in and they're going to take time to analyze and try a few new different things. And some of them will learn that the chair they're in is their happy chair, but now that they've stepped away, their framework and their lens is different and they have a renewed empowerment in that. We've definitely seen that, and we definitely help to facilitate that. We have had other individuals switch complete verticals. We have had individuals go from 15 to 20 years, marketing executive, running a team, making it happen, quit, flat out quit, ask for exorbitant amount of money for consulting to string that employer to and through what they needed to get through, only to be paid it regretfully and surprisingly um it's you know they're the breadwinner so they want to get paid that cash but the other part of them is like i'm so done with this i don't want to do it anymore but we need a gap strategy right 
And so that exorbitant consultant dollar serves a gap strategy until she found her startup. This individual is now a consultant to 25-year-olds running a formidable startup who need her expertise and experience in an advisor role and chair to them. Um, so those are two examples. There are numerous others, but it is so satisfying to guide and coach those individuals through that process, through our experiences, classes, and coaching. What a powerful story of somebody. And, and I think when you ask for money and you don't think you're going to be paid it and then you're given that money, I do think there is something kind of – there's a level of, oh, yeah. Yeah, I can. And also, why didn't I <laughs> do that yes. before? Yes. Right. Why didn't I do – I think, you know, she was shocked. She And I think that's – it's great to have that reaction too because we get a new sense of our worth. What a great way to frame that too, a new sense of our worth and really understanding – you're, I mean, you're truly changing lives by inspiring confidence in people. And when you think through the women in the past almost two years at this point that you've worked with, is there a story that stands out as one that's touched you the most? Mm, it's hard to pick just one. I think the latest story that has touched me has an interesting beginning. It has an interesting beginning because it was a referral from my mother. So let's talk about this. It's a referral from my mother of a childhood friend in person who I likely haven't spoken to since I was, I don't know how old we were, seven. And you know how we do our jobs and we wonder, do our parents know what we're really doing every day? I wondered about that, especially with Ready, Set, Pivot, because it's a new concept and um, people don't grasp it all of the time. I'm like, what is she doing? Why are all these people getting together? I guess she's just going to a lot of happy hours. And she referred someone to Ready, Set, Pivot. And that individual since has made a significant change, pivot, exploration, and so on. She was a 15 to 20 year event and experiences individual and said, I'm done with this. I want to run, I think, a customer success team. Help me do that. That's so cool. I think that is super rewarding when your family actually does understand what you're doing, because I know Sam can uh, relate to that, that she always uh, laughs that Rhonda, her mom, is so proud and so supportive, but she's not quite sure that she knows what she's doing, what Sam is doing every day. So that's really cool that it clicked for your mom and she made that referral and connection. So all different transitions, all different pivots that you're helping women make. And I, you know, mentioned briefly that you're helping some women get into franchise ownership or entrepreneurship. You work with some really impressive women that have built very impressive careers, high level executives, and many of them are taking the leap into entrepreneurship as their pivot. What do you feel is kind of that driving force for women that are pivoting into entrepreneurship? Like what qualities do they have that make them a great candidate to be an entrepreneur? And why do you think some of them are deciding to make that particular pivot? I think a great quality, and it is, again, DNA of an RSPR, is just inherent, unrelenting drive. They have drive and motivation that is inherent to who they are. It's a part of their DNA. It kind of freaks you out when you meet them, but appropriately so. 
that for sure has to be there. I think because as an entrepreneur, as I know both of you know, some days are so hard. You just are, you're just questioning yourself. And if we don't surround ourselves with others that help us continue to drive and move forward, we kind of set ourselves up for additional failure. So I think having that drive and motivation is huge and indispensable. It's something they have to have. It's transferable. I think the other thing I would say for entrepreneurs and anyone who's exploring that big, perhaps, change is what is your entire menu and skill set, menu or skill set look like? Because it's gotta, you gotta have a little of everything, to be quite honest. And you gotta know and have a network that can help you be smarter than you are. And you know, gotta know who to trust. Um, I'm, I mean, again, I'm not telling you two anything you don't know. Those are all the, we don't know everything, but we have to let people believe we do. <laughs> make it until you make it. That's right. It's really true. Yes. I will say sometimes the pivot, as is true with Susan, who we met through, doesn't necessarily mean taking the jump all at once, which is interesting because a lot of the people you're working with are keeping their day job and pursuing a passion or an investment model in franchising and other arenas while they continue to collect the paycheck and work towards the, the complete pivot. Can you talk a little bit about what that looks like? Yeah, I think I think what's really unique about that is that it requires a new way of thinking about your day-to-day world. You have to run in two tracks and you have to get really clear about which one has priority and why, which causes external conflict with those who perhaps are your friends and family who more traditionally, again, don't understand what that other thing is that you're toying with. It becomes confusing, I think, to them. And so for the individual, it again becomes difficult because they'll have outside pressures often asking them, like I'm often asked about, like, how is your job? How is that thing? And I'm like, why are you asking me about that? Just ask me about Ready, Set, Pivot. That currently, right? Like, ask me about my heart piece and not maybe about the day piece, depending upon which is which. Um it's very, very unique space and place and time. Do you get a lot of of people that you're working with and that you're meeting with through RSP and also just out in the world, getting a lot of naysayers, family, friends, people that are really pushing back on the pivot piece because they can't understand why? I think we got a lot of naysayers pre-pandemic because this conversation wasn't as again, air quotes, podcast land out there. I think a huge upside to the pandemic has been that exploration of self and doing what is really important to me and getting on with it sooner rather than later, where it's more acceptable to just say, I think I'm just going to quit. Now we had mic droppers pre-pandemic. So I feel like a piece of what we were doing, we were on to something then. So when that, when that whole great resignation came around, as a leadership team, my co-founders and I were like, oh, there's a name for this? We didn't know there, there's no, oh, okay. And really the environment that we're all living in just kind of put a bright, shiny light on the fact that maybe we've all just gotten too far away from what's really important. 
I think that a lot of people are realizing what's important to them, right? They're not living on airplanes when, you know, they were ceasing travel. They were able to spend more time with their children. They realized maybe they didn't love that job. They didn't want to go to an office. I think it made a lot of people do soul searching. So I think your company's vision, mission, values that you're adding to people is extremely important. If anyone's listening to this and they're wondering, you know, if they should make some sort of pivot, what advice do you have for them in terms of what they should think about um, as they explore their options? My advice is to get on with it because if you're thinking about it, you're already past the point of having the need to take action. We know that by research. We know that from testimonials. Um, whether you're considering a franchise, whether you're considering a side hustle, whether you're considering a new job in corporate, get on with it. Because that DNA thing, that mind thing telling you inside of you, guess what? It's not going away. You got to get on with it. Get on with it. <laughs> that is... That is very, very powerful advice. And something that we like to ask on this podcast in the theme of advice is, what is the best piece of advice you have ever been given? The best piece of advice, I always think these questions are challenging because we live among the wise, the many who have guided us. And call it cheesy, call it what you want, but let's just go with be nice. I honestly think I honestly think that pieces of ready set pivot wouldn't exist if what hadn't been modeled for me as a child was just to drive that person to their doctor appointment if you knew they couldn't do it themselves and members of my family my mother would drive people she hardly knew to some place because they asked her and a lot of the times people will say and a good friend and colleague of mine who's a successful business owner today says you know, people ask her all the time, why are you doing that? Why do you do that? I don't know, because it's it's nice. It's the right thing to do. And we just we got to do more of it. I love that piece too. Um, doing well by others and really helping women. You know, we have a lot of female listeners. We work with some incredible women. You know, if they want to learn more about if they're considering making some sort of pivot and they'd love to work with you and your network, where can they find you? Where can they get more information? Well, of course we have a website. All good marketers, all good fam business owners and entrepreneurs. So please visit us at rspexperience.com because really we want you to attend an experience that helps you do the work in real time because you ladies are busy. I'm busy. I don't have time to do homework and do extra stuff. So we curate our experiences to work you through our change framework and through progress to getting to your next best thing in real time. Okay, so go to the website, but better yet, come to happy hour. We do a virtual happy hour. We have, um, we're on happy hour number 26 this January. So, um, hey, it's a good time. Promise, promise, promise. Come to happy hour. You don't have to ask us twice. <laughs> especially if we don't have to even put on real pants you can just come to happy hour in your own home yep. and and look good from the waist up so Perfect. 
Wendy, is there anything else that we should know about RSP or anything that we missed asking you today that you want to make sure that you share? I think one of the things that has occurred to me as of late is the value and importance of surrounding yourself with other women who are two steps in front of you. And I don't mean two steps in front of you like she's got more than me, she's further ahead than me. I mean that woman in front of you who will look back and ask you the smart question that will make you think about your business and your world and your life differently. Because when we surround ourselves with women who are two levels up from us in that progress in their life, not ladder climbing, not a, not a title, we inevitably rise. And that's pretty amazing. That is pretty amazing. And thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for all of these nuggets that you've given us today. And really, thank you so much for your passion. It comes through loud and clear. Well, thank you both. Honored and happy to know you two steps in front of me. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Thank you. So do it already. That's, that is, she's got the Nike advice here. Just do it. If you're thinking about it, (laughs) just start. I agree. I think that was a really good piece of advice. And I like that, you know, she pointed out there's so many avenues that you can take. If you're thinking about wanting a potential change, she and her team can help you explore what are the options. You know, we say all the time, franchising isn't for everyone. Business ownership isn't for everyone. And I think that Wendy gave a very realistic perspective of it's a great avenue to take if it's right for you. And if being an entrepreneur isn't, there's other ways that you can still pivot to make sure that you are living your best life. Yes, absolutely. And I think the great thing now with Ready, Set, Pivot in the, I guess we're still sort of in a pandemic, but I'd like to say post-pandemic world is that it did go online and you don't have to be in the Minneapolis market to experience this amazing product any longer. You can join the happy hour from anywhere, Brittany in Atlanta, me in San Diego or Madison. I mean, it's definitely something that our listeners can get involved with absolutely anywhere. If you guys would like to learn more about franchise opportunities, please go ahead and email us at info at franpathconsulting.com. Do not forget to follow our podcast on Apple, Spotify, or Podbean. We love and appreciate those five-star reviews. Follow us on Instagram at FranPath, Facebook and LinkedIn at FranPath Consulting. When you visit our website at FranPathConsulting.com, we do offer a free business assessment, 100% free to you. We would love to find out if franchising is the right fit or if you need to pivot elsewhere. 